who's going to follow someone that doesn't have it all put together. And in reality, when we are leading in that way, and when we are living in that way, not only are we caging ourselves, but we are enslaving the people around us to that same thinking. If you're interested in how highly successful investors overcome limitations and become unstoppable forces of success, you're in the right place. The Conscious Investor Podcast features weekly conversations with real estate investing experts and delivers a Monday mindset episode to help launch your week with intention. If you believe success is for everyone willing to think, then do, these conversations will be your weekly rocket fuel. Welcome back to The Conscious Investor. Thank you everyone who turned out for the Mid-Year Reboot Workshop. It was absolutely amazing. And I know, I have no doubt in my mind that... So many of you are now empowered to continue the rest of the year in a super duper healthy way. And not just, it's so important that we enjoy the process as much as we enjoy the byproduct and the outcomes that come from all of our diligent efforts. So I just want to say thank you for trusting me coming to that workshop. If you missed that workshop, you are welcome to still come into the world. Okay. So head over to Facebook. There's a private conscious investor Facebook group. Go in there. I'm going to be dropping a lot of elements that are going to support you. And if you're curious and you're like, actually, I feel like I need more support even now. Maybe you were at that workshop and you've reflected and you're like, oh, wait a second, I actually need more support, then just make sure you reach out to me and let's talk about coaching and what that looks like for your life in navigating success. And that we don't have to equate success in any singular way. So we want to define success by how are you aligning with your vision and how is your life aligning with that and how are you pursuing it in a really super healthy, balanced way. I'm here to support you. I'm so grateful. So, so grateful for the opportunity working with clients. I just noticed financially on the investment side just brings me so much joy, but being able to support you on that coaching side and help you elevate your life just is also so deeply rewarding. So I just, I love what I do. If you're not loving what you do, reach out. Let's start some coaching and help you love what you do. And this really actually is a great segue into this week's episode, choose you. So oftentimes we choose everyone else, but we don't choose ourselves. We neglect ourselves. We criticize ourselves. We doubt ourselves. We have this narrative between our ears. We stay up. When we wake up in the middle of the night, we start like a boxing match in our mind with ourselves. What the heck? We wouldn't do that to other people. And yet we seem to believe that it's okay to do that to ourselves. And it's very much not okay to do that to ourselves at all. Let me give you this illustration. This dream group of friends, we were able to actually meet for the first time in person last February at Joe Fairless's The Best Ever Conference. And I am absolutely going to give a plug. That is one of my favorite events. The people, the experience, everything about it is so top tier, top shelf, off the hook, amazing. So you need to head over to Joe's event page because he already has it. You can sign up to go to the event. I don't get a kickback. I'm not an affiliate for the event, but you can go and join the event. It will be in Salt Lake City. 
in 2023. So make sure you do that. Meanwhile, I was at the event that was held in Denver at the Gaylord Resort Retreat Center. It was like absolutely this whole city within a city. And I'm able to have this privileged conversation with three of my best friends. And two of them I had never met in person. And we were able to squirrel away two hours in this little hallway, loosely booked because this is huge center, right? And so we found this area with views of the Rockies and we sat there and we were talking. And one of my close friends, Monica, we were talking about taking care of ourselves and choosing ourselves. And she was this analogy, this example actually of a pizza came up and she's like, yeah, sometimes if there is a pizza or something on the table, I will take the smaller piece of pizza because I want other people to have the best, right? I want people to have bigger piece of pizza. And we're having like this very, just lots of really interesting conversation about this. And I'm like, what if the best to somebody is actually the smaller slice of pizza? Maybe bigger isn't what they want. And so you actually took what was the best for them. A lot of times we do this to ourselves, right? We will sacrifice of ourselves. We will give of ourselves in a way that we think is sacrificial, giving, loving, caring, put it into any category. And we will neglect ourselves because in our mind, we've created a narrative for the world around us that this is what is best for them. When you actually stop and think about it, it's rather interesting, right? Oh, no, I'm going to tell you what's best for you instead of actually taking inventory of others. How can we take inventory of others when most of us, unless you recently did the Mid-Year Reboot Workshop, this is really close to you right now. Most of us are so misaligned with ourselves that it's just skewed. We don't even know what the best is. We're not choosing us. I'm at full transparency. This really comes full circle. For me, I was working with my high performance coach, Faisal, who's just, I'm so grateful for his role in my life. And just working with a high performance coach has changed my life significantly and been a tool, like a tool that even through the lens of my faith, God has been able to use that to support me in my life vision and mission. But as we were in this coaching session, What came about was this concept of like, well, I know I'm in a growth stage, kind of turbulent, a little messy. That's to be expected. It's part of the process. But here's a part where I know I'm not alone, where we start that negative self-talk. And even though we know we're going through a process and anytime something is being created and changing shape it's going to get a little uncomfortable at times, right? So, I mean, think about if you were throwing muffins, my son's been making cappuccino chip muffins all the time and so good. He's making those muffins, I mean, raw ingredients, okay? Now they're mixed together, which means they're actually kind of beaten together, at least the egg and milk, not wet and dry too much. You don't want to make for chewy, hard, stale muffins, Tender muffins come with delicate, delicate stirring once you mix wet and dry ingredients. For those of you who wanted that little baking tip, (laughs) he's taking it to heart and he makes great muffins. But you have those raw ingredients coming together and they're being churned together. And then you have them going into a hot oven. And that heat is what allows those muffins to actually rise. 
or a cake or breads, right? It's this change in temperature that allows things to rise. That would be, it's got to be uncomfortable. And we know it is because we live through this process. Our life is those raw ingredients being mixed together. And to activate a lot of those ingredients, life has got to get, the heat has to get turned up. It has to get, it's going to be a little uncomfortable, but that's what's going to allow us to rise and to grow into that next developed part of who we are, into that next ingredient for our life's journey. But that negative self-talk comes in. It's getting messy. It doesn't look pretty. Everything's mixed together. It just don't really like it. And that's what I say. I don't like me. And I'm certain that most of you have said that. Ooh, I don't like myself right now. This is like messy and it's gross and And I really just don't like this. And some people say like, man, you're a hot mess. Or maybe we'll say that about it. I mean, women wear shirts that straight up just say this like hot mess, but give me coffee or whatever it is. And so I don't personally own any of those. I don't want to label myself in that. But we have to look at that and that message that we are sending ourselves. And in that coaching session, it was also, and are we sending this message to our kids? Kids, we are shaping and forming the lives around us. We can be giving permission to grow and evolve and to just simply enjoy the process. Or we can say there's shame involved in this. Go do that by yourself. Go do that personal growth stuff by yourself and come back to me when you have your together, right? And so what is that message? When my kids hear me say like, oh, I don't like myself right now. What that message is saying is, and it that's a message I'm saying to myself is I really don't like this process. I can only like myself when I'm at one of the finished product type stages. I can't like myself in the in-between stages. I only like myself when I'm put together. Actually, a lot of life is that process of being put together. Ingredients coming together, being mixed, being heated, creating a new ingredient. And that new ingredient gets mixed with other ingredients and it just cycles on and on as we go through life. And God uses that to shape and form us into this amazing person with this great contribution that we have to offer the world created and designed for that. And I am saying we, because I know, I believe wholeheartedly, I'm not alone on this. And yet we tell ourselves like, so gross. You're such a hot mess. You should just be by yourself. You should stay away from humanity. And it's not okay. And we have to choose ourselves. For so many of us, that is counterintuitive, especially for high achievers. We're into productivity. We're oftentimes leaders in whatever circles that we are in. We're usually in the leader role. And so We think that we need to have it all put together and it needs to look nice because who's going to follow someone that doesn't have it all put together? And in reality, when we are leading in that way and when we are living in that way, not only are we caging ourselves, but we are enslaving the people around us to that same thinking. I will throw the asterisks in there because I know some of you, I can hear some of you saying that. I know we don't have control over other people. Okay. I get that. And so it's not that like, we are literally like, now you will think like this, it's not that, but we're role models and we are living examples. And so when we say aloud or in any capacity, I don't like myself, oh man, that's nasty. Just get your stuff together. When we are saying that in any capacity, now we're saying to the people around us, I don't like you 
when you're going through the mess. I don't like you as you're evolving. I don't want to hang out with you until you got it all back together. Because when we met, you were at one of those stages where all the ingredients were together and that was super cool and not messy. But now you're in one of the in-between stages and I don't want to be, right? That's that message that we're sending to the world around us. The message that we say to ourselves is going to really percolate out into the world. Now, the interesting thing here is that I don't think most of you are going to tell your closest friends like, dude, you're nasty. Get away. I don't want anything to do with you right now. Like, let's be friends. We'll resume this friendship when you got it together, right? It's not what we do. We support our friends. We encourage our friends. We cheer them on. We advocate for them. We help that we know what their goals are and we find ways to support them in achieving those goals. So how do we do that for ourselves? If we can't do that for ourselves, then we're not going to be able to support the people around us. This is the quintessential get on the airplane, listen to the safety spiel, put your oxygen mask on first, because if you are incapacitated, you cannot support the people that you most love around you or complete strangers. You just simply are completely incapacitated. By nature of not taking care of yourself, you are in unable to take care of others. Or you could even say, because some of you are like, no, no, I do. I'm fine. Your capacity is diminished. It is limited. And when we get to that point of, I can accept myself in this mess and I can still like myself. I should even love, I love that, that my coach is like, and I hope you get to the point, Julie, where you can love yourself in the mess. You know, it's like, that's the point, right? We should, we should love ourselves. And when we find that harmony between those two worlds right there, okay, I'm personally growing and I like myself. Now we have this synergy between the two. Doesn't that sound a lot easier versus I'm going to be at battle with myself throughout this entire process. I think that's why we have a lot of cranky people in the world. Instead of surrendering and accepting the experience and the process, it's combative with self and does not create a winning scenario. So choose you. It's not selfish. It's not selfish to say, I can like me and I can choose me. So I want to encourage you to look in the mirror. And if you think this is going to be easy, I think once you do it, you'll be very surprised. Look in the mirror and start with, I like you. It's oddly challenging for most people. I found it challenging. I know others who have found that very challenging. It can be an even deeper challenge when we look in the mirror and say, I love you. Unconditionally, I love you and I choose you. And that's the kind of self-talk that we need. Some people are going to laugh it off and be like, oh, that's so woo and so ridiculous. I'm not going to look in the mirror. Especially if you are that person, take the challenge look in the mirror and see how it feels. If you are facing resistance with that, that's a key indicator that there is a misalignment and you're not operating at full potential, full capacity for contribution. If you would like some support in this capacity, like with really developing and cultivating this element of your life, please make sure I'm here. I support you. I offer high-performance coaching. I have individual one-on-one or you have group coaching available. 
There are lots of different ways that myself and the coaching community I am part of can serve and support you. And I'll tell you, you are leaving so much on the table, so much on the table when you are not working with a high performance coach. Think of it like this. You hear me tell these stories. You hear me talk about mountain biking and being on the trail or being on top of a peak and the views and the scenery. And you can say, yeah, Julie, I'm sure it's great. I'm sure it's beautiful. But when you go, or even I'll throw one more out because I always say I live in a postcard and I'm looking out my window at a postcard could be turned into a puzzle view right now. If you can't, you could believe me and be like, oh yeah, that's really pretty. I'm sure it's great, Julie. But if you actually came to my property, you would experience what I'm experiencing. You'd be like, wow, this is majestic. And it would do something inside of you, right? Similar thing with high-performance coaching. You hear me talk about what it's done in my life. And you might be saying like, yeah, that's great. That's super cool. Glad for you. When you experience it, it takes everything to a whole new level. So don't miss out on that schedule a time, pop on my calendar and and let's do a strategy session together and, and see how I can support you. If I'm not the best support, I definitely say, Hey, I know the coaches that would be the right person, the right fit for you. All right. You are awesome. Take that challenge. Look in the mirror, choose you. I like you. I love you. I am for you. And we are going to conquer the world, right? Positive self-talk sounds hokey. I know I thought it was hokey. <laughs> But dang, it's a great, great practice to adopt. And I encourage you to take that challenge and to see how it feels. Okay. As always, adventure belongs on the trail, not in your investing. Good golly, not in your financial investing and not in investing in you. So if you need help getting off the roller coaster adventure, that's not so much fun, Wall Street or crypto or other places, reach out. Let's schedule a time so that we can discuss how my real estate investing can support you. I love real estate investing because it is so much more predictable and stable. And I know there are tons of asterisks with that, but historically, oh goodness, I love real estate. Okay. And I know that it will support your investment portfolio. And I also love you. You are awesome. And investing in you is important. I like investing in people, which is why I high performance coach as well. So if you need somebody that can help you learn to navigate and activate your potential that you know is in there, then make sure you schedule a strategy call. Until next time, live big and love even bigger. Are you enjoying this episode? Help spread the word by sharing the episode with a friend or family member. Because really, where would any of our lives be without other people sharing great content with us? Help spread the word by sharing on your social platforms and with those you care about. And remember, tag me at Happy Julie Holly. 